another week, another talking dirty. Oh. That was a good one. <laughs> this week we got for you, we have our good friend Stalter on to talk about the NHL trade deadline. Over in the NFL, we got the crazy big trades and other free agency moves for the offseason. And also, the NFL's official power rankings post some of these free agency moves. We're going to break down what's, what's true, what's crap. And then over in the NBA, temperatures rising on the Miami Heat team bench. Is it all about dinner plans or is there something more to it? And then over in pop culture for movies, the Batman released a uh, little deleted scene we'll break down. And then for the TV, we got the Lakers show recap and, of course, your jams of the week. So with that, Ryan, take it away. Yeah, before we get started, koozie, $7 a piece. But everyone knows that. It's Warm hands, nice. cold beer. Can't lose. Can't lose. Um, and then also, yeah, your house is a piece of shit. No, I was going to say, it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Did you, you're, you got your a new paint job, was it from Kent's Brothers? Yeah. Really? Nah. Uh, well, it, it's such good work that it made me think it was, because that's what you get with Kent's Brothers painting. Really good work, uh, really good job for a fair price. Um, they do offer free quotes. They do, guy. What, what are you insinuating? No, because last episode you said, <laughs> I said they all call for a free quote. You said, well, they don't give free quotes. It's a callback from last episode. They do give free quotes. <laughs> they, so do. You, they do. So, <laughs> give, so give them a call, 412-784-1577. Once again, the number is 412-784-1577. More like now they give free quotes because you fucked <laughs> They I, They might just made the rule for me. I don't know. But all right, that being said, let's get into it. All right, let's do it. To Ryan, how you doing, man? Did Matt put three, two, one? Matt just burped in the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, uh, I'm doing good. That's funny. How yeah. about you? A little stuffy. Can't tell if it's a, re- it's a regular cold or if it's allergies. But either way, it sucks. Yeah, it's that time of year, man. I had to break out the Zyrtec the other day, and it was kind of like it was. It was definitely like nice because you know spring's here, but it was shitty because it's like allergy season. Yeah, we get so bad. Um, but apparently we're supposed to get snow this weekend, so it's all fucked again. On Saturday, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, shit's going all right, man. Um, you know, not much, really. Just, uh, watching these March Madness games. Oh, yeah. March Madness has been crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, St. Peter's, I, I, I hate them, yet I kind of like them. The Peacocks, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard a- not to root for a 15 seed in the Sweet 16, mm. but they beat Kentucky. Yeah, your team. Last week when I was here, and I was yeah. very upset. But, you know, I'm actually very surprised they made it this far, though. It's just that one guy. Doug. Doug yeah, Dunce or whatever. No, his name's Doug. Doug? Yeah. It's, he has a weird last name, though. It starts with E. Yeah, it's like, or something like that. Uh, yeah, I think it's like Erderp or Der or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, don't know. I don't know. He's a cool mustache. Coach K, hopefully he loses. Dude, I'm kind of starting to think he goes all the way. No. I got it. It just seems like it's something that would happen. No. You don't think? No. He's not going to go all the way. I mean, I, man. It's one of, like his finale, you know? Yeah. Well, it's funny because whenever everyone's listening to this, 
either you're going to be right or I'm going to be right. Yeah. Because it's coming out tomorrow, the game's tonight. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah, yeah. So we uh, got our good friend Stalter here. What's up? To do some uh, hockey talk, trade talks. A lot of trades, man. It's wild. It's just like that time of year where it's just a ton of free agency moves. Yeah. Trades. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's, 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 it's like sports. Yeah, for every single sport, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, before we get into sorry, I was, John, he's asking some of the questions. I guess <laughs> <sighs> I open my phone to look at my baseball notes and ask like three questions back to back to back about Johnny. About is he asking about his breach of contract? No, we're going on a trip in May. Yeah, yeah. And he's one of those guys that you can say something to everybody and never will remember what you said about the trip, except him. except for him, and he'll just ask you <laughs> every single time. Well, he said, what days are we going again? Like, dude, you should know this by now. <laughs> like, like, Meaning he didn't this. call off work and he needs to now. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like booking his flights. And he's asking oh, a bunch of questions about it. I'm like, dude, I'll get to him after. But, uh, yeah, Matt's here to talk about the uh, hockey trade deadline. Before that, though, we have some baseball news. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt, if you want to react to them, you still can, too. Um, if you also want to pull that chair, that, that thing closer – the catch, yeah, yeah, you yeah, can, yeah. so you don't have to like lean super you, far. You just gotta push it back whenever you you move that table too. Everything's mobile in the home, dude, except the home itself. Well, yeah, exactly. All right, MLB, the biggest uh, free agent move this past week, I would say. There's a couple, but the biggest one I'd say is Carlos Correa, uh, Astros shortstop, decided to sign with the Twins to, to a three year, one hundred and five point million dollar deal um this is a big news i was thinking in my head like why would you want to do that uh and then i read that the contract is there's a clause in it that he can leave whenever he wants <laughs> like like he can opt out of his contract every single year of it that's insane yeah but he doesn't have to and if he doesn't then he'll get all the 105 million oh, okay. but say like he does it plays for the twins this it's year and hates it yeah he can just leave that's not, free agent. I guess that's not horrible. That's, for the a, that's not a bad. Either. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Um, Jose Altuve came out after the deal and was very like upset. Yeah, confused like why he would do that. <laughs> and yeah, stuff like that. It's, you always see like the teammates like pouting after for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like like a bit, especially those big like surprise ones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure Carlos Correa could go on a similar contract with with the Astros. And the Astros are a better team. Houston's a better city than Minneapolis. Yeah, 100. percent so, like, I, I don't know why he would do that either, but eh, it thing. happened. Yeah. Um, other big <laughs> moves. The Red Sox have signed Trevor Story to a six-year, $140 million deal. I thought the Rockies were going to re-sign him the second they signed Chris Bryant. Um, but I guess not. So, he's on the Red Sox now. Pretty solid. Um, the Phillies signed Nick's, Nick Cassianos uh, to a five-year, $100 million contract. All right. Nick Castellanos is uh, known, obviously, for his home run hitting abilities, but more importantly, the Tom Brenneman clip. We called Kansas City the uh, FAG capital of the world. And as he's making his public apology yeah. on air, yeah. Nick Castellanos hit a home run, and he said, like, uh, I'm truly deep, deeply... And Nick Castellanos bombed down center field. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that is so funny. It's one of the all-time clips. Um, two more. One really cool rule the MLB have just added. Uh, actually, I'll do the not cool rule first. Yeah, get apparently, the shit out of the way. They're apparently bringing back the Ghost Runner. 
Oh god! But for the second extra innings, inning, it's it's like I don't. I think the Ghost Runner rule is stupid. Yeah, and it should never come back. But I guess it is coming back, just not at first. Uh, the first extra innings inning won't have it. The second will. Um, that's stupid. Yeah, they're just trying to find a way to end the games quicker. Yeah, but the cool rule. It's called the uh, Shohei Tawny roll, which is sweet that he's already in rolls named after him. <laughs> and it's because the DH is now universal, they just put in place rules for if the pitcher is going to be the DH. Like, now that Otani is, uh, shows the pitchers can hit every once in a while, uh, he's probably going to be their DH. So if a pitcher wants to bat, he has to bat in place of the DH. And then if he gets. Uh, taking off the mound like he's done pitching. Normally, that means they sub out of the game, mm-hmm. but that pitcher will have to remain in the DH. Okay. So, Shohei Tawny can start the game as a pitcher and be the DH when they're batting, but around the sixth, seventh inning, when they usually pull him for like a reliever, mm-hmm. he has to stay in as a DH. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Don't hate it, though. Yeah, I don't hate it at all. I mean, I think that makes sense and makes it fair because some pitchers show like Shohei Tawny that he, they can bat. Mm-hmm. And they want to, and so my and now that everyone has a DH, pitchers essentially don't ever have the bat ever again anywhere. It's good to have some kind of place, rules in place. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, and then the last one before we turn it over to Matt is Jock Peterson, newly acquired. Uh, I think he's on the Dodgers now. Um, he went on Twitter and basically called out the owners of the Orioles, the Pirates, and the Guardians. Which is good for him. He's he's doing the people's work. He is it the picture he posted or something like that was the, the teams that spend the top three teams that spend the most and the top bottom three teams that spend like the least. And, and it was all those teams. And it was the, bottom. the the least was Orioles, second least was Pirates, then it was the Guardians. And he basically <laughs> said, "Quote, um, embarrassed for your fan base. Better be." If you can't sell your team to somebody that wants to show the fan base in baseball, they're at least trying to compete. Sorry, but this is unacceptable. No, I agree. 100%. So, Jock, Jock yeah. Peterson's kind of putting our our owner on blast. Thank God. Um, somebody needs to, man. It's yeah. ridiculous. I've never been a fan of Jock Peterson, but uh, right I now am. I am. I might get his jersey. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's a man of the people. Yeah, yeah. Man of the fans. Man of the fans. But that's all I got for baseball. Do you have anything you want to add? Uh, no. No, no. All right, Matthew, take it away with hockey, the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. All right, starting off with... Uh, hey, you, you can get a little closer. Get a little closer for the people. There we go. Starting off, Max Domi from the Blue Jackets. Yeah, your boy. Yeah, shout out to Max Hathaway for telling me this news. But he was traded to the Carolina, Hur- Carolina Hurricanes for a Boston College prospect. Is it a huh. good prospect? Uh, not really, but it'll help the Hurricanes. <laughs> yeah, so it sucks. <laughs> He's a solid defenseman. Yeah. And could develop well. All right. But so, as a Blue Jackets fan, thumbs up or thumbs down? Uh, I think it's good that we got at least something in return for a pending unrestricted free agent. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I would say for each one of these moves, you either get two thumbs up, one thumb up, no thumbs up, one thumb down, or two thumbs down. All right, or one middle finger up. For which team? Like, you decide? 
For no, just no, no. a deal in general. Okay. So that situation, like, would you give the... So this one's just, like, a neutral. So, yeah, would like, you give the Hurricanes a thumbs up and maybe the... Hurricanes a thumbs up. The Blue Jackets no thumbs up? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> uh, for the next one, I'll go to your hometown boys. The Penguins acquired Ricard Raquel. Yes. Mm-hmm. For Dominic Simone. I bet Penns fans are happy about that. Yeah, I did not like him. Aston Reese. Did I, I kind of like him. Yeah, but. yeah, I liked Aston Reese. He was a good yeah. player. ZAR is very sweet. And the pick. But I think this is good for the Penguins. It gives them, like, extra points. Mm-hmm. And oh. they need some scoring. Like, who doesn't is he a center scoring? or a wing? He's a winger. Okay. So he would probably be one, like, probably one of the top lines, like second or third, right? Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, that's Maybe, dope. like, Rotate him and Kappen and out. Yeah, I I don't know much about Raquel except for I have him in fantasy for like he's like a big pickup drop guy in fantasy. Yeah, like I had him every once. I had him at some point this season. I know for a fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I think he could like thrive on the pens. Nice. So for I'd give the pens like one thumb up. Okay. And I'd also give the Ducks. One thumb up. So both thumbs up. Yeah, I think okay. Aston Reese in the pick is like about what they needed, and they took someone off the Penguins' hands. Yeah, I mean, I'm cool with it too. I think, I, like I said, I, I like Zach Aston Reese, but I'm cool with it. He was also in and out of the lineup with injuries. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. He, he the, just got, I think he just got back. He just missed a long time, I think, didn't he? Yeah, I believe. Yeah. But uh, that's it for the Pens. Uh, the Vegas. Forward Evgeny Dadanov. Okay. He uh, was traded to some other team, but the trade didn't even go through. <laughs> Why? Because he had a no trade clause, and the team that traded him to another team was on it. It was like a three way deal. Oh, okay, okay. A, a player in the trade had the clause. Yeah. Okay. He had a no I trade thought clause. like the main headliner of the trade had the no trade clause, and they're like, oh, fuck, wait. Yeah, yeah, we can't do this. <laughs> yeah, it's like a yeah. guy doesn't have a trade clause on, but I try to actively trade him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like the headliner of like the whole trade, and that's like, yeah. oh no, we can't do it. Like, yeah. yeah, but that that was just like a weird thing that happened at the deadline. Mm-hmm. There was a trade like got announced, and then it didn't happen. Yeah, jeez. Um, is it? Are they like in talks to do it again or with different players? No, the trade deadline passed. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah, so um, that's why all this happened. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm at here. And they got uh, like the Vegas Golden Knights, the team that's trying to trade away this player. Mm-hmm. They just took on Jack Eichel's salary. Oh God! So they're they're kind of fucked. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh man, somebody's getting fired for that move. Holy shit! Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right, next trade. Uh, the Blackhawks traded away two players at the deadline. One, Marc-Andre Fleury. Mm-hmm. It's wild because I did not know this. Yeah, and He I was traded to the Wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You told me on Monday, Monday night. Yeah. And I was like, I, for some reason, I didn't get any notifications on anything. And what do you think about Fleury going to the Wild guy? Um, I mean, I don't know much about the Wild and how good they are. I just think Marc-Andre Fleury is a... Very good goalie to get for cheap. I just really want him to go to Pittsburgh to retire at the end of his career. Yeah, that would be like 
the best move unless he wins a cup with another team. Yeah, I just, I, do you think the Wild has that capability for him? I just don't. I don't think they're that. Uh, how, yeah, how are they doing? The Wild are in the top three in the Central right now. Oh, okay. Third in the Central. It's not horrible. It's not bad. They have some good young talent and mm-hmm. could definitely make an impact. So oh. for the Wild, this trade, I'll give Flurry to the Wild a two thumbs up. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. And the Blackhawks got a first round pick out of it, so that's one thumb up, I'd say. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. You're you're Blackhawks. Yeah. And that's a man of many teams. They also traded Brandon Hagel to the Stanley Cup champs, Tampa Bay Lightning. Asterisk Tampa Stanley Cup champs. Well, back to back, right? Back to back asterisks. Okay. Yeah. One one was a COVID year, the other one wasn't a full season. Just yeah. and yeah, the just, other one was Kucherov. Keeping that out. Yeah, yeah, the Kucherov. Long-term IR. Yeah. Now everyone's doing it. Now everybody's doing it. Stupid. But the Lightning acquired Brandon Hagel from the Blackhawks and Nick Paul from Ottawa. I think acquiring Hagel is like an even no thumbs up, no thumbs down. I think Nick Paul from Ottawa, he's good at like face-offs, hits, blocks, good penalty killer. So I'd give that like a thumb up. Nice. 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 Then uh, Hampus Hampus Lindholm was traded from the Ducks to the Bruins. I should have mentioned that when I was talking about the Ducks. Yeah. But anyways, he was traded to the Bruins. I'd give that a thumbs up. All right. Nice. For which team? For the Ducks. Or for the Bruins, I mean. I don't know what the Ducks got, really. I probably picks. probably chicken scratch picks prospects. like picks and prospects I'd give that like no thumbs yeah but uh I have two more three more teams the Rangers the Panthers and the Maple Leafs mm-hmm. we'll start with the Rangers they acquired Frank Vetrano from Florida I think this was a win for both both teams because Florida ended up going out and getting Claude Giroux and Ben Chirot. Ooh. Claude Giroux's off the Flyers? Yeah. Nice. Good. And Florida looked like the big winner out of this trade deadline. Would you say they're the three thumbs up? The rare three thumbs? <laughs> they're a full fist. They're a full fist? Yeah. Fist in the Damn. air? Yeah. Damn. I stand with the Plant Panthers. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Powerful. No, they're like. Could you give them the Wakanda Forever Panthers? Yeah, yeah, I'd do that. <laughs> they dedicated this offseason, this trade deadline to Chadwick Boseman. And then. <laughs> the, the last trade I have is the Toronto Maple Leafs acquired Mark Giordano Ugh. and Colin Blackwell from your crackheads. The crackheads. The Kraken. The yeah. Seattle Kraken for a boatload of picks. I think Seattle didn't really get any first round picks out of this deal. They got a shit ton of they second and third, like mid round. Yeah, but I feel like lately talent's been first round. Mm-hmm. And Seattle's a new team. I don't know if they're scouts or like proven talent yet. Mm-hmm. But I could be wrong. So you're giving the Kraken thumbs down? Kraken a thumbs down for not getting a first rounder for Mark Giordano. And yeah. then the Leafs, a 
two thumbs up for both those players. Yeah, I, I definitely think that helps the Leafs. For sure. It sucks. I mean, they, they got a decent haul, but yeah, you're right. There's no first rounder in there, so it does kind of suck. Yeah. Do you mean anything yeah, and, else? Uh, just, I want to like recap the awards from last time. Oh, like your predictions? Yeah. yeah. All right, good. If that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so Norris, I had Kale McCarr and Victor Hedman, but I think it'll be Adam Fox from the Rangers. Ooh, okay. Calder, Moritz Sider, and Lucas Raymond. I'd say it's a clear choice that it's more Mo Sider from the Red Wings. Hart, McDavid, Vesna, Shesterkin, and Jack Adams, Daryl Sutter. And all of those look like favorites right now to win those awards. Who did you pick out of that? <clears throat> what do you mean? Like, who do you have winning it? Shesterkin for the Vesna, Daryl Sutter from the Jack oh. Adams. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I, no, and then good. McDavid, the Hart. Okay, you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of them look like all of them look like favorites. Oh, nice. But and that brings me back to that bet that we made, guy. Yeah, uh, money. No, I, feel like I forgot the. You have to buy a Zegers jersey if my teams make the playoffs. Okay. Yeah, you have to buy a Zegers and you have to buy a Crosby. Yeah. I remember you, that deal because Matt was so like, I guess I'll buy a Crosby jersey <laughs> if I lose. Wait, how are you looking on that? Are your teams all in? I think I looked yesterday and I had like nine out of twelve. Yeah, that that that's like the that's like the you win or period, right? Was eight the push or was I nine think the push? We have to fact check it. I think eight <laughs> was the push. <clears throat> we need to fact check it. Yeah, <laughs> listen to the tapes. <laughs> yeah, we gotta listen to the tapes. Figure it out. We have, we have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I think you have an idea. I mean, yeah, but we'll just have to confirm the idea. You know, are you gonna listen? I mean, I can if I figure out the episode. It's fairly easy. It says Matt's name in the headline. Yeah, was it? It was the most recent one besides this. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it was like two. We'll find it. Three we'll find ago, it. Right? We'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. It was like February. It was. It was right after the Super Bowl. It's the episode after the Super Bowl. Yeah. Or maybe right, a week yeah, after we'll that. Figure, we'll figure it out. We'll get it all figured out. Yeah. But that's I, I think I think nine's a win. I think it might be. I think eight was the push. I think eight was the push, and then seven or less. I buy a Crosby jersey. Or maybe it is nine push, ten's a win, eight's a loss. I thought it was double digits to win. Yeah, I think that's what I think. Yeah, you know, I, I, I switched my. I will double check, but I switched over. I, yeah, I think it's like nine to push. I think eight's a loss. I think ten's a win. It's getting close. Damn, Crosby. Matt Crosby over here. Mm-hmm. Who's who's the team of destiny here? Like they can get you the win. Uh, the Canucks. The Canucks if they make it in. Yeah. All right. So if the Canucks the and the Oilers both make it, then I got ten. Okay. Okay. But the Oilers, they're slipping, mm-hmm. and there's another team coming up behind them and the West. So I feel like we're gonna push, but we'll see. We'll have to. Keep out. We'll have to figure out the, the number and keep tabs on it. For sure. All right. Thanks, guys, for having me on. Yeah. yeah thank you for coming on. We need, I needed that. I Like I said, I did not hear like any of the deadline moves, so it's great. The only one I heard was the pens and the crackheads. So I appreciate that. Um, anything else for hockey, either of you? Uh, no. All right. Let's take it over to the NFL. You. Yeah.
let's get into the NFL. Leading off with the headlines, the big ones from the week. First up, the Texans traded Deshaun Watson and a 2024 six-round pick uh, for a 2022, 2023, and 2024 first-round picks, a 2022 fourth-round pick, and a 2023 third-round pick, and a 2024 fourth-round pick. So a whole shit ton of picks. And to which, when the Browns signed Deshaun Watson, they signed him to a $230 million contract over five years, all of which is guaranteed. Yeah. Every penny. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> They're paying him so, They're paying him so much I, money, and they gave up so much to get yeah. him. And I originally, when I first heard this, I was like, God damn, the fucking Browns. But then I heard the details of the contract, and I was like, "Thank God they fucked themselves." Oh my God, they're so they're screwed. so screwed. They might they might make a deep run like once or twice with this team. They're not going to be able to pay Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and all these defenders. They're have. paying Garrett and yeah. Watson. That's yeah, it. they're just going to have Miles Garrett and Deshaun Watson. That's going to be their team. Yeah, it's going to be the Texans two point Oh, absolutely. Deshaun Watson and JJ Watt. Yeah. Uh... But where does this place the Browns for you right now? Sorry, I was, I was where where does this put the Browns in the AFC North for you? Let's start AFC North. Do you think they win the AFC North? No. Do you think they make playoffs? Uh, I would say no, but I wouldn't be like totally confident in saying no. Mm-hmm. I think the Bengals and the Ravens are still better. Okay, and, I would agree. And both those teams play them twice a year. Mm-hmm. So that's why that could keep them out, just because it's two AFC North people who are going to be playoff teams most likely mm-hmm. it's tough to see three in a division because everyone plays each other yeah i also don't think the steelers are that bad i don't think we're gonna i don't think as yeah, of right yeah, now yeah. i could say we're gonna win a division or even make playoffs yeah but i do think we're gonna be maybe we're, even look better than we did last year we'll be a frisky team yeah i, I think i think you can't i think our division's tough i think the afc is tough yeah i don't think you can count us out but i all definitely think because of that you can't count the browns in we'll be like eight and nine seven and ten Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like we'll be a frisky team, but we'll suck. I think we I think we'll make the playoffs will be the seventh seed and most likely get a first round bounce with Travinsky getting another MVP. <laughs> I think that's our that best case scenario. Case. Yeah, yeah, it's our best case scenario. Um but with the Browns, like I think you can name seven better AFC teams, honestly. Oh, hundred percent. Especially after all the moves that took place these past few weeks. Yeah. Um I also think it's kind of crazy how all that money's guaranteed though. Like, that is just wild to me. Astronomical. Yeah. But, hey, you know. The man that played all last year, what if he just sucks? Yeah, like, I'm kind of thinking, like, it's kind, of, it's kind of coaching with the Browns. I don't think Stefanski's that great. Really? Yeah. I kind of I kind of have that idea right now. I don't know. All right. I feel, I saw, like, I don't know why, but maybe it's because I hate the Browns, but a bunch of Brown shit's popping up on my, like, social media, and all of them are, like, shitting on Kevin Stefanski's, like, coaching like decisions, damn. And to like me, Browns like, fans? like Browns fans, yeah. So like, I kind of feel like, yeah, maybe there's some issues there. I mean, that'd and be maybe great. this whole uh, experiment's going to implode on him. And yeah. then you know, just be another name on the jersey. Absolutely. On the big jersey, yeah. yeah. We got to add Mayfield now. Will we add Watson? I don't know. Yeah, most likely. That'd be so hilarious. <laughs> Faker Gayfield. <laughs> um, I. I don't know if it's a thing you have or anything that, but I saw a couple rumors that if. The Browns can't find a trade for Baker, and they release him. That the Steelers might pounce on him. That would be, and I don't I know how I'd feel. I'd be because all for it. 
because I've called the man Faker Gayfield too many times <laughs> yeah, in my life. Then all of a sudden just back him up completely. You, you might be like banned from supporting him on the Steelers. For I like, think I think it I think he'd be at fine. least half a year. Yeah, I think he'd be better than Mitch, but probably. I don't know. With well, we don't really have a good line right now. I mean, I don't but, think Mitch is gonna be that bad. I don't think he is either. He'll be he'll be like very below average. Yeah. Not like bad, but below average. Yeah, definitely. Um, then also, the other big trade from the week, uh, Tyreek Hill is being traded to the Miami Dolphins for a first round 2022 pick, a second rounder, and a fourth rounder in 2022, and a fourth and a sixth rounder in 2023. He will then be expected to sign a contract extension with Miami following this trade, which the whole thing was wild because it kind of released like, what, two days ago that there's rumors that they were going to that he requested a trade, and, like, the Jets and the Dolphins were interested. And then, like, ten minutes later, the trade broke. Yeah. It was wild. I, I remember going downstairs. As an, I, I work on the top floor. My buddy works on the bottom floor. I mm-hmm. got the notification about it. Went to the bottom floor said, did you see this? That's crazy. I went back upstairs, like, like you yeah, said, was a few like, minutes later. I was like, Miami. oh, shit. But I was like, I'm not going back downstairs at this yeah, it was, point. It was absolutely insane. Um, But do you... I, I'm kind of thinking the Chiefs are like at this point right now, they're not contending for a Super Bowl. I mean, I don't even think they're, they're probably a sneaky playoff team. That's it. They have no defense. Tyreek, like he's fast as shit, and he opens up the offense for the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, yeah, Travis Kelsey's good. Yeah, Juju's pretty good too. But like, the impact of the game that Tyreek Hill brings is immense for the Chiefs. And losing him is going to be a big hit. Unless they can fill that void with something. Yeah, I mean, I think Patrick Holmes is just insane. So I think he can make it work with almost anyone. Mm-hmm. But I do do think, I definitely agree where I don't, I definitely look at that team differently now without Tyreek Hill. Especially in the division. Yeah, absolutely. Like, with all these the Chargers power. got really good. Yeah, Chargers beefed up. They're fucking, yeah, they're salty spittoon. Then you got the Broncos beef the fuck up. Yeah. And then you got the Raiders fucking with Adams now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I just think, I think, yeah, they might make the playoffs. But that's they're not going to be a number. They're not going to get the bye. Like, they have. No, 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 no. Yeah. They won't be a contender either. I don't think they have a shot for a Super Bowl. But, uh, yeah, that's what I got for those two big trades. Then there's another one, which you call. Credit to you. Half call. You, you, yeah, you kind of call it. It, this this is a pretty a half prediction. Yeah. Because the other half was wrong. Yeah, but it's okay. But this part, the second half was right. The yeah, first half yeah, was wrong. Yeah. The second half. But was like, I absolutely. still count. I still count it. Yeah. But the Colts traded a 2022 third round pick to Atlanta for quarterback Matt Ryan. Yeah, Matty Ice. Matty Ice is in Indianapolis. Um, for a third rounder, that's a fucking bargain. Yeah, it's it's sick. Like, I mean, I don't. They gave up more for Carson Wentz. Yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, then the Falcons turned around and signed quarterback Marcus Mariota to a two-year, $18.75 million deal. Uh, he's just a placeholder. You think, for the draft guy? Yeah, I, I think I think that's what they're, I think that's the route they're going. Uh, I think they're very interested in Matt Corral. I think I heard a Kenny Pickett thing. Okay. okay. Um, but like, I think they're hardcore, actually, Matt Corral. Mm-hmm. Like I, 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 I've seen a few Falcons fans on Twitter basically already like <laughs> assuming they get Matt Corral. Okay, okay. I mean, I don't even hate Mariota. Like, it'll be interesting to see what he does. Yeah, it's kind of like Mitch. It's 
like, yeah, I, like, I wouldn't be upset if I got Marcus Mariota, but, like, because I feel like there's something more he can do. I'm more excited with Mitch than I would have been with Mariota, though. Probably. Because Mariota's been is older, he's been around more, and he's had a... a Drew, I guess, yeah. And the last time he started was so long ago. Mitch started, like, he last season he didn't, but that's it. True, I guess, because he was Chip Kelly's fucking boy. Yeah, he's Oregon. been around for a while. Yeah, I didn't real. That's crazy. Yeah, dude, I thought Marcus Mariota was like still in his twenties, but he might be like thirty. I'd almost guarantee he's at least thirty. That's insane. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up real quick. Man, I'm getting old, dude. <laughs> I just that's wild. Marcus Mariota is twenty eight, so okay, close, about close. to turn twenty. Okay, so um, um, so those are the big moves from the week uh, as far as trades go. But what do you think about the Colts right now? Um, do you think they win the AFC South? Yeah, probably. I think so. I, I think mean, so. Uh, the Titans really do anything? They got uh, fuck who they get? They got somebody. They, oh, they they yeah they got um they got Rob, Bobby Trees, Robert Woods. Yeah, Robert Woods. Yeah, Bobby Trees. Mm-hmm, but they lost Celia. But it's definitely an upgrade. But that's a huge upgrade for them. But the real thing with the Titans is will Derrick Henry play the whole season? Yeah, if he does. The, I think that's. I think the Colts would still win though because mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. I think the Titans can be a sneaky. Wild card team, mm-hmm. but the Colts' defense is really good. Their line's fantastic. Their running backs fantastic. Now they have a quarterback. I tell you what, and it, and if they get Julio, mm-hmm. they'd be re- reunited with Matt. Yeah, Ryan. if they don't get Julio, they're they're idiots. Yeah, because like their wide receiver core is probably their biggest hindrance on offense. I think. Yeah, that's absolutely the worst. And part of their offense. if you add Julio to that, I mean. Yeah, Julio's not the best, but like he had his best times with Matt Ryan. They're gonna have that instant chemistry. Yeah, and Ty did good when he came finally came back mm-hmm. from full time from injury. Yeah, and then Pittman and Pittman's great too. I was gonna mm-hmm. say Mike Pittman's yeah. great too. So you will have three decent receivers. It's not the best receiving core in the league by far, yeah. but it's like serviceable with the rest of that offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I that's gonna be an interesting division, honestly. Dude, the AFC playoff race this year is probably gonna be nuts. It's gonna be insane. Like there's gonna there's probably gonna be like at least eleven teams in the hunt. Yeah, we're gonna be in the hunt and not make it. Probably, yeah. Um, um, so just uh, think about it. the best AFC teams. You got uh, the Bills. I think we're gonna be the best. Then the Chargers. Bills, Chargers. Um, the Colts. Colts. Ravens, Bengals. Ravens, Bengals. Uh, Raiders. I think will be in there. Titans. Bron- Broncos will probably be in there. I can see the Pats. They lost a lot of pieces, but they can also probably be in the. Did room. you say the uh, Titans? Did yeah, you write that down too. Yeah, and that's then, like that's like nine. Then Browns probably. Yeah, 10. Steelers probably. Yeah, I counted them already. Okay, and then uh, we're probably winning the conference. Miami. Miami, yeah. What do you think about Miami with Tyreek Hill? Uh, do you think it's gonna work out, or do you? I think, I, I think him and J- uh, Jalen Waddle is the fastest receiver duo in the league yeah, by far. Yeah. And then you have Devontae Parker and Kasiki still. Mm-hmm. And then they did they get uh, a running back? Chase uh, Edmonds. Uh, I thought one of the 49er boys, too. Yeah, and they got uh, Mostert. Richie Mostert, yeah. Yeah, so their running backs are decent. Tua's definitely not bad, especially if you have this many good. This uh, is the make-or-break year for Tua. I think it would so make much talent around him, he'll be fine. This is like, this is if Tua fails this year, he's done. Yeah. He's out. He's done with the league. Yeah. But oh, do you, I'm kind of thinking Tyree's going to be like, Downfield 80 yards, and two is not going to be able to throw it past like the 50. Maybe. That's what I think. And then Devontae Parker will be there to catch it. True. True. 
Uh, do you do you ever hear two and on? Two and on? Yeah. No. It's it's a Twitter account. That's a guy uh, who basically did Q and on stuff, but with Tua, he's a huge Dolphins fan. Okay. And he releases funny like these like videos like they're like serial killer stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had he released someone when Tyreek Hill news broke, and it was very funny. It's like don't come back if this is your last chance. <laughs> oh, let's see. Uh, I might have it pulled up here. Sorry. You're good. I'm just, I don't know. The AFC is going to be so tough, I don't think the Dolphins are going to stack up. Unless they have, like, a favorable schedule. (laughs) It's all about being a huge Tua fan. Good Lord. Um, Other moves, though, for the free agency. So, Bobby Wagner formerly released from the Seahawks, is going to be visiting with the Rams this week. That'd be good uh, apparently, they both have interest in the deal with each other. That'd be a good fit. It would be a good fit, especially after losing uh, Vaughn Miller. And it's definitely an upgrade, I feel, for the Rams' defense. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, then Patriots cornerback, uh, or Patriots signed their former cornerback back, Malcolm Butler, to a two-year deal. Nah, so Malcolm Butler back to New England. Wash at this point. I mean, it's definitely a... Band-Aid over the gash for losing uh, uh, J.C. J.C. Uh, Jackson. J.C. Jackson. Yeah. I, I agree 100%. Mm-hmm. Then the uh, uh, the tackle, the guard, like the offensive lineman, Taron Armstead, signed a five-year, $75 million with Miami. Yeah. So that's that's definitely a huge help to uh, give it two or more time to try to get the ball downfield. And Tyree. that deal happened before Tyree killed one. I was thinking, oh, that's not a bad move for Miami. Then Tyree mm-hmm. thing happened. So yeah. I, that, very good. Then the Vikings were able to sign outer linebacker Zadarius Smith to a three-year, $42 million deal. I love it because he's supposed to sign with the Ravens. Yeah, they did. And then they pulled back, they pulled back their thing. He, he like bailed last second. Mm-hmm. Then with Brady unretiring, uh, the Bucks were able to re-sign Leonard Fournette to a three-year, $21 million deal. Nice. So good move there. Yeah, playoff money. Then uh, the Saints re-signed quarterback Jameis Winston to a two-year, $28 million deal. Uh, so LASIK Jamie's James well, is back. Yeah. I mean, I wish he was in the black and gold, not the yeah, me too. black and gold. Then the Chargers continue to add to their depth. They signed tight end Gerald Everett to a two-year, $12 million deal. Uh, the former Seahawks. Oh, nice. Him. Nice. That's a good move. Mm-hmm. Who, who's their? Jared Cook. Oh, that's, way, that's better. Mm-hmm. Then the Rams uh, extended Matt Stafford to a four-year, $160 million deal. That's a good, hey, thanks for getting us there yeah, deal. Yeah, definitely. Then the Cowboys went out and got wide receiver James Washington to a one-year deal. And Juju Smith-Schuster signed a one-year, $10.75 million deal with the Chiefs. So, we lost James Washington, we lost Juju. Still with Deontay and Chase, and I assume we're going to be targeting somebody in the draft, too. So, we'll see how for- it works out. Uh, for wide receiver for the Steelers, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to. Oh yeah, sorry. This, I, I was distracted. So I was trying to find this tweet. Yeah. Um, Dion Bush is a defensive back for from the Bears, the Chiefs sign, mm-hmm. and he went on Twitter to announce he got signed, saying "What's up, Chief Kingdom?" A minute later, Tyreek Hill news broke, so he tweeted out, "What up, Chief Na- Chiefs Kingdom?" And then, like, a minute later, he said, my bad, y'all. I'll hook you back up later. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, he tweeted it, then the, then the Tiger killed his bro. Yeah, dude. Sorry, I had to find that. That's no, so good, funny. 
Um, the ju- uh, Juju, Juju, Juju. I think I think I, that was I, a great move when Tyreek Hill was there so like a week ago. Yeah, yeah. I think now that Tyreek Hill's gone, now that's gonna be the same Juju we've been seeing. Exactly. Like with Tyreek Hill too. and Travis Kelsey are both like there to keep eyes on him. Juju is gonna go be fantastic. Probably. Yeah. Now it's just Travis Kelsey to have to worry about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then next best is Juju. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not good. Not good. Not good at all. I I already unfollowed him. Uh, yeah, I was like, I'm not gonna be able to put up with like the fucking TikToks with him and Jackson Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, and all that shit. Like I was like, I'm I'm not following this guy anymore. I ho- I mean, hopefully he's a, he's he's a good guy. Yeah, no, he is a good guy. But, but like I just would I I care way less about him now that he's yeah, on our team me anymore. too, me too. We already signed him. I, I'd still ride with him. Mm-hmm. Then uh, I saw this thing on NFL.com. It was their uh, power rankings for the 2022 season with all these free agency moves. So I wanted to read off their list, not my list, their list, and right. see what your thoughts were. All right. All right. Number one, the Bills. I agree. That's where I'd put them right now, too. Yeah, probably. Number two, the Rams. Disagree. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I think the... Yeah, 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 You'd have to hear the a different... I point. just think the top three should be all AFC teams, because mm-hmm. I know how good they are. Then number three, the Bengals. <laughs> disagree. <laughs> yeah. I think they're good. I think they're a good teams. Obviously, they went. They won the AFC conference last year. Yeah. I just don't think there's so many teams that they're, they're not, not that good. They're not that good, and they didn't do anything in free agency. Mm, mm. They, if anything, they lost their starting tight end. Yeah, yeah. That's like true. they even they didn't do anything in free agency. Probably draft again. I'm, I'm looking ahead of the list. I'm cheating ahead. There's a team on here that did a lot more. It should be way higher. Mm-hmm. Number four, the Buccaneers. Yeah, they're the same box. Yeah. I think what I do is I probably take. The Bengals out of top three, Rams out of top three, bump the Bucks down. Yeah. Then uh, number five, the 49ers. That's high. That is high. That's high. Like, I don't hate. It. I would hate it for some reason, but that's definitely high. Yeah, I feel like it's. I feel like they're better when they're an underdog. Yeah. You know, and like when I rank them high, I feel like ah, there's something here. Like I don't believe. Yeah. I don't agree with for some reason. Number six, the Packers. I think they should be higher. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Losing I mean, they lost Devontae Adams, Adams, yeah, but losing keeping, their defender too, Zadarius Smith. Yeah, but you used to have back-to-back MVP Aaron Rodgers, so you're all and the NFC and yeah. NFC is so bad that it's going to be dominant. I mean, we're not talking about Super Bowl, I guess. So yeah. if we're just basing it on the regular season wins, then yeah, they're, I think they're going to have a, they're going to be like the best record. Mm-hmm. Number seven, the Chargers. They're criminally low. Yeah, criminally low. <laughs> I get it because they didn't make the playoffs last year, but they had a good a playoff ready team mm-hmm. and they just beefed the fuck up yeah they just got they just got missed out on the playoffs that's pretty much it yeah so all the additions they made they, I, I put them top five i put them top five then number eight the broncos yeah yeah that's fair i think yeah I, I put them a little lower like a tad lower but that's it then number nine the chiefs they they just slaughtered the Chiefs after this Tyreek move. So this, so this is after Tyreek. Yeah, this is after like all the moves. Then I'm fine with them at nine. You are? Yeah. They still have Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. yeah. As number long as they have Patrick Mahomes, they're going to be a top ten team. Then number ten, the Titans. Don't hate it. Mm-hmm. Number eleven, I skipped some like later ones because I wanted to include them, but number eleven is the Raiders. Yeah, I think so. I agree. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just outside the top ten. And then number 14 is the Browns. So skip a few, and then 14 is the Browns. Yeah. 
It, the few, I don't know if you probably don't remember because you don't have The Ravens are 15. Okay, I was going to say, I think the Ravens are higher than the Browns. I think so, too. And I think the Colts should be higher than them, too. I think the Colts were higher than the Browns. Okay. Then 21 was the Steelers. I'll take that. I'll take it. We're not last. Mm-hmm. Not, like, bad last, either. And people no. aren't really expect. That means people aren't expecting much, though. The second we start getting hot at any point, mm-hmm. it's good. Alexa, play Renegade. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got for NFL, though. Um, I don't know if anything popped off today. Um, uh, the old receiver from the Packers, uh, Marquise Valdez, something. Scanling. Yeah, signed yeah. with the Chiefs. Really? Not with the Pack? Oh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be mad, too. Yeah. <laughs> He's losing all his pieces. That happened today. <laughs> And then uh, I also forgot John Clayton passed away, too. Yeah, I didn't know he was a Pittsburgh guy. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Until all this. Because I, I read something about him. It's like he started in, like, Post-Gazette, right mm-hmm. before the Post-Gazette. But, yeah. That's, um, that's about it for the NFL, though. Uh, sometime between now and the next time we're recording, the Steelers would have signed Tyron Matthew. Just throwing that out there. Probably. Give me a call. Hopefully. I'm pointing center field. I, I hate all the negative Nancy, like, Pittsburgh writers that are just, like, Oh, the Steelers don't have that much draft capital. Like they're not going to do anything. Like, eh, like, I also speaking of draft capital. Yeah. I also am under the impression now that we are definitely drafting a quarterback. Really? Apparently. Oh uh, yeah, Malik Willis. Well, apparently the Malik Willis interview was yeah. like him and Tom <laughs> eating hot wings together. Yeah. But uh, I read a, a tweet today from Phil Pony that uh, Tomlin and Colbert. This is the first time in like forever they didn't go to the Ohio State Pro Day mm-hmm. and it's because they went to the old Miss to see Matt Corral. Oh, okay. okay. And so there's rumors with like with Malik Willis, with Matt Corral, and then another tweet I saw was like inside sources are saying the Steelers are going for a quarterback of twenty. Be I think they should. I think they really should. I think I think okay, so I think it'd be a, a good because you can use Mitch, like, that mentor, like, hold my place guy mm-hmm. for that two-year contract you get. Especially with someone like Malik Willis, I think he's yeah. really good, but you can't start him right away. <clears throat> Absolutely cannot start a player like him right away. Yeah. So, because yeah. you want the liberty. And, like, he might be insanely talented, but he's yeah, not going to be game ready yet. Exactly. So, that's when you got to put him on the bench behind someone like Mitch, who can give you, be serviceable for a year. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how Alex Smith was with Patrick Mahomes. I love using that example all the time, because it worked. Um... And then maybe the rest of the draft you deal with your line receiver. Yeah. yeah. But I also wouldn't. Well, we also draft well for the receivers. We can draft so we'll the receiver in the third line. or fourth round. That's would be fine. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And we did such a good we did such a good job with free agency with linemen that like I'm kind of okay with it now. I'm not getting a lineman in the first round mm-hmm. because we did kind of address it already. Yeah. Like, we definitely should still draft the lineman high. Definitely. But. If they want to use that first round pick for a quarterback, I'm totally cool with it. I'm, in, I'm interested, especially if it's a Malik Willis. Yeah. I think he's gonna be really good. I, I'm definitely interested though in seeing what Tomlin does to the team now that it's like his own officially, officially. Yeah. Like he's been his team, but like, oh yeah. Now that Ben's gone, yeah. now there's like no. Cowboys. This would be his quarterback. Yes, this is a big test. Ben is was Bill Cowher's quarterback exactly. Even though exactly. he spent just as much time with Tomlin, probably mm-hmm. it's still Cowher's draft. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. So I want to see what he does here, and I'm excited for it. We'll see if it pans out, because I've never been huge on Tomlin because of the playoffs, but that's just me. 
Yeah. Ah, I get it. Let's take it over to NBA. Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. All right, NBA. Uh, we're not watching a game tonight because it is March Madness. Uh, we mentioned that off the top. It's Arkansas versus Gonzaga. Um, Arkansas, dude. Yeah, Musselman. Looking good. Musselman. Uh, not bad, coach. I had Arkansas. I think my bracket that's completely busted has this, though. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Just flip the script and win it all. No, I think it's possible. <laughs> I think I have Kansas in it still during the finals. Kentucky is not. Yeah. The rest of my final four I have. I think I had Arkansas, maybe. Because I think I had. Uh, well, I think I had Duke lose last round. Ah, uh, okay. And they're still in it. It's just my. It's all fucked. Yeah, yeah. It's all fucked. But, I mean, it's kind of like a, a personal win at that point if they win. Um, all right, let's get into injuries on the week of the NBA. Um, and also, later in the segment, we officially have on the score app the playoff picture. So that's when you know the season's wow. coming to the end. Okay. We're like 10 games or less left in the season. Yeah. We have uh, another, well, I'll say off the top, there's two teams that completely clinched. Mm-hmm. It's the Suns in the West and the Heat in the East. Makes sense. Um, so, like, it, it's getting to that point. So I will give you, go through my power rankings, but I will also. Just take a look at what the possible matchups would be in the playoffs. Yeah, name drop that. Yeah, I'll do that at the, during the power rankings, though. So, off the top, injury. Uh, it's kind of funny. It's kind of a funny injury uh, update. Zion Williamson has officially been rolled out for the rest of the season. <laughs> the second I saw that news, I went to Twitter and I saw a video of him in the gym just throwing up crazy dunks. <laughs> playing one-on-one with people. So, the second he got rolled out for the season, he's posting on his own Instagram, like, videos of him just dunking on people in, like, a gym. So the man's totally fine. He just wants to fuck out. Yeah, honestly, that's I, what it means. It could be this. Yeah, it could be this. Because if you're if you're out for the rest of the season, if you miss the entire season with a foot injury, then, then the first thing happens after that news breaks that you're out for the season is you post a video of you dunking in a gym. That's just a bad look. Yeah, that's not true. not necessarily a bad look for him. It's a bad look for the it. organization. He must have disagreed with it. Yeah, I think and the organization was like, "We're we're not making playoffs or anything. Like, we're not doing anything crazy. Let's just cut you down. Cut I mean, our losses." And that makes sense in situations like Dame and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But with Zion, it, the way he was like the videos he posted made me believe he probably could have came back. Yeah, at least like a month ago. And, yeah. it, and I, it, he's early enough. This, in, like, what? Sorry, I was just gonna say I was. I'm waiting for like this, uh, you know, trade request from him. Which I think I, I think this I think this offseason we could see something happen. I'd be I'd be stoked. Watch him come to the next, dude. <laughs> Did the prince I was promised? Yeah, yeah. Like, like <laughs> a whole season, everyone thought he was gonna be able to. That he was the reason that the super team, the Knicks, didn't happen. Yeah, if the Knicks would have got that lottery pick, would have got Zion, they probably could have swung Katie and Kyrie. Yeah, either either one of them. Yeah, at least one of them. Because that was like everyone was gonna go there after they drafted Zion. Mm-hmm. They could be the prince that was promised. Yeah. The, the, I wouldn't the, hate it, man. I wouldn't hate it. As long as they don't give up too much. Julius Randle? No. I mean, I think, I think I'm, if I'm a Knicks fan, yeah. I'm giving up on Julius Randle. Yeah. After this season. Like he, like, he had a great season, but, like, that's a good enough name that you can use in a trade for someone like that. Especially right now, too. Yeah, like, I think... I would do that trade. I'd keep RJ, make RJ and Zion Duke teammates together. Oh, yeah. 
a duo in New York. Oh, even more. Get Ridge, give Julius in the silent trade so you don't have to give up that much draft capital for it. Mm-hmm. Like, you probably have to still give up a pick or two, but, yeah. th- but that'll soften the blow of what you have to give up mm-hmm. if you start to include Julius Randle. Then Julius Randle gets reunited with Brandon Ingram, who are on the Lakers together. True. So, True. two, re- two uh, reunions right there. All right. Um, all right. This, once again, this is the injury update. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Damian Lillard's also done for the season. Eh. Well, I just kind of mentioned that. Uh, Raquan Holmes. Uh, Rachon, Raquan, Rashawn. Yeah. And I always named Raquan, and I knew I always knew it was wrong. Richie. But I didn't know how to say it because it's Rich UAN. Mm-hmm. So I never could know. But he's out for us this season due to personal issues. Okay. Uh, if, if, if Hopefully it's not mental health issues because I was going to say his personal issues probably that the fact that he's in Sacramento. He's on the case. That's probably his personal issues. Hopefully it's not anything serious because that sounds like a dick joke. Job but issues. Like, yeah, his personal issues is he does not like the team he's on because they're trash probably. Which at least that's what be I would that'd be my personal issues as I was a Kings guy. Yeah. Um next, uh Sabonis is out with at least five games, most likely the rest of the season. Same with De'Aaron Fox for the Kings. They're both going to most likely be out for the rest of the season. Um, the De'Aaron Fox one, it was like a game today, day to day, game to game, game time decision type deal. Mm-hmm. But I read since I have my fantasy, I'm, I'm about to drop him because uh, he's listed day to day on every day, and a lot of reporters think he's just not going to play the rest of the season. Yeah. And Sabonis, the same thing. Sabonis was announced five games first, but now they might just shut him down for the season too because. Uh, the Kings organization came out also and said they really like moving forward the Steer and Fox a bonus duo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that could see them both like just resting up the rest of the season so they don't get hurt. Do you see the Kings doing anything with this team though? I think that I, I agree with I agree that De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis have been so far a decent duo and like they could be really good when they're both there for a full season. Yeah. It to me it's, it's who they they have to go get someone else. And like you don't have the market really to get somebody else. Either. Yeah, you kind of give up a lot to get Sabonis. They kind of have to strike gold with a draft pick. Yeah, which uh, Davion Mitchell this year's not been that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's he's playing in Fox's. Uh, yeah, the other D Mitchell. He's he's playing in Fox's like absence the last couple of, like games, and he's been playing pretty good. Um, how losing Halliburton is huge. Like they shouldn't have got rid of Halliburton. Yeah, it's killing them now. Like Halliburton, Fox, and Sabonis have been a good trio, but I don't know. Uh, next. Chris Paul is back, I think, tonight or tomorrow. Mm, um, okay. he's, he had a, that thumb issue, broken thumb or yeah. torn, something in his thumb, maybe. But he's back ahead uh, of schedule. Um, speaking of schedule, uh, Nuggets coach Mike Malone, who, just skip at the te- uh, headlines, he did get extended multiple years as the Nuggets head coach. He did a good job so far. But last month, I gave an update from Mike Malone about Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. saying they're both closed and they'll both be back most likely before playoffs. That seems true for Michael Porter Jr., but not Jamal Murray. Mm. But Mar- uh, uh, in like an interview or something like that, uh, it seemed like he wasn't that close with like Mike Malone. They asked about him. It doesn't seem like he's that close. Um, but And there's only 11 games left. I know he's currently practicing with the G League team. But that's not practicing with the actual team. With only eleven games left, I can see it not playing until playoffs. Probably, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, because I think, like I said, I don't want to keep saying eleven games left like three times in a row. But with only eleven games left, like, no point. you need to be practicing. You need to be ready for the point to be practicing against your own teammates if you're have, gonna have any chance of coming back. Mm-hmm. So he'll probably be back for playoffs though. Um, 
I'm going to take over to headlines. I already mentioned the Mike Malone. Um, all right. Also, I'll just get through the one that you wanted me to say so badly. Uh, last night in the Heat Warriors game, there was a little <laughs> dust up on the bench. It's uh, only fair. It's only fair you mention it. All right. So there's a little dust up. It's all over Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that. And I was like, everyone's like freaking out about it, including guy over here. Uh, but I, I literally did not blink an eye. No, I mean, you're right. It definitely doesn't mean anything, but it was just kind of like, I feel like we had to mention it. Yeah, so the dust-up was during timeout. Like, Jimmy Butler basically, like, ran, like, got, like separated and was on the court and everything. Like, everyone was, like, arguing, um, and it looked really bad at first. But the reason I'm okay with it is because the dust-up was between Jimmy Butler and Udonis Haslam, mm-hmm. two of the most, like, old-school competitor-type, like, archetypes. Yeah. And to the point where if you're they're yelling at each other, that's not out of malice. That's out of, like, motivation. They're probably just disagreeing about, like, a play call or some bullshit. Yeah, or, like, you know, how's my thing? You guys are playing soft. Yeah. You're yeah. Like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. That's probably what happened. Like, something like that happened. But that's also something with those two are the guys, like, the two heat culture embodiments where I think as soon as the game was over, they were fine. Probably. And Spolster got involved a little bit because he's trying to, he's basically like, get the fuck back over here, probably. <laughs> And afterwards, there are what, cameras. Yeah, what, what do you what do you what do you say afterwards? Like they uh, said, you guys were, they were talking about the dinner plans. Yeah, so what was afterwards. that car? What was that about? He's like the dinner plans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which made me also think that it's super not an issue if you're joking about it that quickly after. Yeah, if it was a serious thing, you'd be like, no comment. Or like you play it off. Yeah, or like just Change avoid the, the question. Yeah. yeah, and instead you just make a joke about it. I, that makes me think it's okay. Um. But speaking of another thing about Jim Butler, which is why I got on that topic, is uh, next week there the Miami Open, which is a big tennis tournament, will be happening in Hard Rock Ca- uh, Rock Cafe Stadium, mm-hmm. and Jimmy Butler will be selling Big Face Coffee there. Nice. Yeah, shops back. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna have like a, a couple. He's gonna charge twenty bucks for a smaller. Whatever. That'd be great. Like you only get like the. He was robbing the players. Oh yeah, he's 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 flipping them upside down, shaking them down for money. That's hilarious. And clapping uh, Rachel Nichols' cheeks <laughs> in the meantime. Yeah, there's so much from the bubble, bro. You you love the bubble. Dude, I just, I want you the... You miss the bubble. I say it all the time, but, like, I do miss the bubble. But, like, I want that 30 for 30, man. Like, the bubble. The NBA bubble. Yeah, the, those people getting, like, uh, DoorDash and shit. CJ McCollum's Wine Factory. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Remember whenever uh, Benzman's, like, caught that fish just dropped on the deck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's great. It's there, there's great probably television. So there's probably like behind the scenes footage and shit, mm-hmm. like no one's seen. Uh, it could be amazing. Yeah, dude, that w- that would be a really good one. Magic City Wings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lemon Pepper Lou, dude. Yeah, it's so good. Um, all right, next, LeBron James passes Carmel Lund to be number two on the all-time leading score list Saturday versus the Wizards. Okay. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. I, no, no trivia. No, because we've talked about that, that stat so many times. I'd still probably get it. At all right. Who? All first right. Guess. So LeBron is number two. Is number one. Kareem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it couldn't be a trivia question. It's like so. I think anytime I bring up LeBron's getting close to Kareem, I and do it, the trivia question. Yeah, but it's any type. Anytime you name stats or anything, I'm like, I'm like, okay, what's going to happen here? Yeah. All right. What's next? <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. I. I, I, I trust me. I I thought about it. I thought about finding some kind of trivia question for it, but I didn't. Um, next, we got some fines. We have three fines here. One, Draymond Green is fined twenty five k for uh, directing quote directly profanity towards a ref. 
Oh, come on. But yeah, and then Julius Randle also got fined 40K for hostile language directed towards a ref. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so soft. Yeah, <laughs> that is... That was actually going to be a deep three, and I took it out. Yeah. Because the deep three is really, do you think that's soft? And I took it out because we both agree that's probably... That's, that's so just, soft. Like, the NBA refs are so soft. Uh, a couple weeks ago, a guy got ejected, or at least teed up, because he's like bumped the ref when he was running down the court on fast break. I think I think if we got like a bunch of Gen Z people and made them the NBA refs, they'd be more tough. <laughs> yeah, honestly. The NBA refs. Yeah. We could have a bunch of non-binary guys out there, but they at least like not call. Dude, they'd probably like be tough as shit too. They'd, they'd probably like, talk yeah, back. Like, don't find them. Like I'll just fucking talk smack back. Yeah. Yeah. They, <laughs> like I watched a Jake Paul video this morning. I know how to talk <laughs> shit. Um, but yeah, that's so soft. The other find was not ref related, so that's why I didn't include the other two. Mm-hmm. But uh, you probably saw this: uh, Nurkic from the Trailblazers was fined forty k for throwing a fan's phone into the crowd. Yeah. Uh, apparently, <laughs> he, the kid said something about his mom and grandma. Uh, like he called, he said he called his mom trash and his grandma a bitch. That's what apparently that's what claims are. He went across generations. And I forget, but I'm pretty sure Nurkic lost one of those two to COVID recently. Uh, so that's what made him really like mad. Yeah. And good. he went over and just like got in this kid's face, grabbed his phone, and chucked it. <laughs> and said, "Fine, I'm forty k for it." I think that's. I think, uh, like, if you're a Nurkic, you're cool with paying that fine. No, yeah, I would Throw a little brat's phone. Yeah, but 40K is a bit steep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, one thing I always hear when I listen I mean, to part of my take. I just buying the newest phone. Like, then that's your fine. Yeah, not just even. Just buying, but, like, the brand new phone. phone. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. I I mean, you probably got fined for, like, just the image. True. Bad PR. Yeah. Um, NBA players just going into the crowd and grabbing people's phones. Put it in the bank. Somebody has to hit land on uh, free free parking yeah true <laughs> um big cat always mentions some part of my take and i heard this recently i heard it on macrodosing mm-hmm. today with arian foster and pfd brought it up to him and asked him and i always forget about this but it's such a good idea he said there should there should be they should be allowed each team should allow, be allowed to have one player fight one fan per year <laughs> in situations like this can they like opt out and say like no that's not allowed like we'll pay a fine for this one yeah, I'm not sure, but... We're, we're going to save it for later in the playoffs. Yeah, maybe, maybe <laughs> but it's just like, get it out of your system. Just remind the fans <laughs> that, like, these guys are professional athletes and kick your ass. And then Aaron Foster told, told them a story on the podcast where um, he was on the Texans at one point. Yeah. He was like, some guy was like, hey, Aaron, you're trash, bro. Like, you suck. You have to do better. And then, like, Aaron got close to him, and he's like, hey, man, I really like you as a player. You just got to, like... Play better. Play and then he so walked long. away and he's like, You suck, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he said, like, I don't know what to do. Like these fans are just like tell me I'm cool. You really like on me, but like then they'll call me a bitch. Like, hey man, I gotta act tough whenever like I'm like you're out there and I'm yeah. here, like when there's that barrier. Yeah. Once that's gone, like no, you're you're good, man. Just, oh, you're the man just like, work harder. Like, that's part of <laughs> what this guy was saying. It's like, oh no, I somehow your grandma was, takes out the trash, man. <laughs> um next, KD calls John Moran a future Hall of Famer. Buy or sell? Okay. Yeah, I mean, buy. Yeah, I mean, right now, with his, his trajectory he's on, he probably will be. Yeah, I mean, it's not really, really a bold take by Kevin Durant. Not at all. <laughs> I had to throw it in there. Um, Hornets sign uh, Isaiah Thomas the rest of the season. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. Yeah, and then Jamal Crawford officially retires. Uh, 
He last played in the NBA two years ago for the Nets. <laughs> um, Time to hang it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, I, this happens a lot where there's guys who yeah, play in a while. Like, I thought you were retired already. Yeah, like, where have you been playing? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know if you played in Europe. But Jamal Crawford, I do have to shout him out because he is only one of two people to win uh, the sixth man of the year trophy three times in his career. Oh, God. Can you name the other person? God damn it. Trivia. God damn it. Um, wait, wait. There's only one other person. There's only one other person, and I'll give you one hint that he's in the league still. So Jamal Crawford and this guy are the only person to have six man of the year award three times. Oh. I feel like I know it, but. I think it's like an easy, easier than, like, than you think, but also kind of harder than you think. Have we mentioned his name tonight? Maybe. Lou Williams? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. That's a good one. I knew, I knew that's that a good, That's a good yeah. pull. That's a good pull. <laughs> so that was going to be the next headline, but then you said Lou, Lemon Pepper Lou, so I tried to separate it. <laughs> so you didn't think of it right away. No. Oh. Because yeah. I, I, I was like, I hope it's him. I'm, I feel like that's a horrible guess if it's yeah, not no. him. That's why I, I thought it would be easy, because I, mean, I feel like we've been said on the pod before they should just change that award to Lou Williams, Six Man of the Award. So like, I, I figured that would be easy enough that I didn't have – the only hint I had for you if you got two wrong was going to be that he's on the Hawks. Now, that probably wouldn't have helped because I didn't even know he's on the Hawks yeah. right now. <laughs> I always associate him with the Clippers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it also could have been – it's also going to be Magic City if like, it was yeah. desperate. <laughs> desperate times, I would have said, that, yeah, Magic Lemon City. Pepper. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, players of the week this week. Um, I think this was the same as last week, honestly. I'm not sure. From the West, we have Carl Anthony Towns, yeah. 38.3 points, 3 assists, 12 rebounds, and they went 3-0. That's the same one, I think. And then uh, Jason Tatum. Yeah, same one. Yeah, and it, it's not it, – I did not accidentally see last week's. And these are – they just went back-to-back. Just back. Um, went 29-3, 5 assists, 7.7 rebounds, and 3-0 and last week. Do you, do you think they, like, forgot to, like, pick them this week? And they're like, yeah, just run Yeah, maybe. Because, like, look, you can see, like, the time they, they did good, they did is Monday. Yeah. I took it on Monday at 5, and mm-hmm. it said an hour ago published. So, yeah. like, it, it, they're new. But, yeah, uh, they did good enough. Thank yeah, you. I did double-take. I was like, is this the same people? Mm-hmm. I didn't know, though. Um, all right, deep three. One, two. All right, two of them aren't great. They're not all that Save the good one for last. It's not really the good one, but I think it's the most, like, discussion maybe. All right, all right. Um, but it's just a rumor about next year. Pick your poison. All right, I'll go. I'm going to go back-to-back Lakers first. All right. On Friday night, the Lakers barely beat the Raptors in overtime. Both of these two things are about this game, actually. LeBron dropped 36 points while Scotty Barnes, who was covering him, dropped 31. After the game, LeBron was praising Scotty Barnes, saying, quote, I saw Scotty Barnes for the first time in seventh grade, and I knew he was going to be special. It may have been a surprise to some of you, but not me. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing to watch. Scotty Barnes then was asked about the impact that LeBron James had on his career and growing up, and he said, quote, I was really a big Kobe fan. So they were rivals and stuff like that. <laughs> basically like LeBron's a very same like dude I love Scott ever since he was a kid and so I was like yeah I, I like Kobe more than LeBron yeah afterwards he did take some time saying like of course LeBron James is like he's one of the goats top three so like and, and they're <laughs> the same position they play very similar styles he's like of course I think he's great but like 
yeah, I just was a fan of Kobe. Mm-hmm. And Kobe and LeBron were kind of rivals at the time. So, uh, one, do you think like he, that was like? I, I really don't have a question for this. This is kind of a savage comment back, and I think it's kind of funny. I I'm kind of starting to get cringed by LeBron's antics since he's been to LA. I 100% agree. Like the baby brawn shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like no. every single thing he tweets, I'm like, all right, dude, relax. Like, No, I agree with that because I think it's the same thing. LeBron still might go. I still love LeBron. But it, this is, the Lakers LeBron. If he started his career out like this, I wouldn't like LeBron. Yeah. And I'm not going to not like LeBron because mm-hmm. of it. But LeBron is always tied for my first favorite player of all time. Yeah. Uh, he might not be much tied anymore. He might just be three. <laughs> he might just be third. Behind D Wade and Shaq now. All right, all right, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, I, I like LeBron stuff, but yeah, you're right. Like the baby Bron of the week stuff. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's kind of fooled himself now. And like, I hate that commercial. Yeah. Am I gonna be good, <laughs> man? Man, the future looks crunk. <laughs> um, next, sticking with the Lakers Raptors game from Friday. Russ dropped twenty-two, a uh, dropped a twenty-two point triple double, but also having a big time steal, resor- resulting in him hitting a game tying slash saving three to send to overtime. Okay, so he literally stole it, hit a buzzer beater, sent to overtime. Too little, too late. Yeah. When asked about uh, the confidence he had to perform such a clutch play, Russ replied, um, "I have twenty-three thousand points. How about that?" LeBron Dude, he's also so mad. I know, LeBron James <laughs> also praised Russ after the game. Calling, uh, calling a quote a big time. He had big time IQ there on this part, and a big time shot by a big time player. Dude, um, Russell's so he's soft. rattled. Yeah. So there's a few things with this. One, he's definitely rattled. Two, do you th- you said you even said it immediately? A little too little too late. Do you think if he plays his heart out and goes like not vintage Russ these last like ten ish games? that the Lakers will consider bringing him back? Or do you think his ticket out of there is already stamped? And they just couldn't get the deal done at the trade deadline, but as soon as offseason starts, they're going to get done. Uh, I think the only way they're going to keep him is if they somehow make a deep playoff run. And by deep playoff run, I mean Western Conference Finals. I don't know about that. Finals? Is that, your, is that winning? No, I, I, think, I, think it's, I think if he just plays good. Yeah. Like I don't think it's like it's, it's not he's not like he's a coach where he needs to go on a playoff run. It's a whole team. Yeah. He's playing on the team. It's just if he's playing good and his talents have are doing like the rest of the team good, they might second guess themselves on the move. So even if they like make win the playing games and make the playoffs and gets bound first round, but he has good team performances, I think they can keep him around. I don't think their success really like like his future isn't based on how far they go. I think if how good he does on the little time he has left. I don't know. Because he think, plays like shit the last 10 games and they and then they don't do shit, then I definitely think he's gone. If it was a normal team, I would agree. But with it being a LeBron team, I disagree. And I think they have to have a playoff performance. See, I think the LeBron team point is more is a better argument from my standpoint because of the um, – I think LeBron wants to see how he played. Like, oh, yeah, we've got to keep him around because he calls the shots. So if he does, if he plays good enough to make LeBron look good and make them look look somewhat good, even if they're going on a deep run, LeBron's gonna be like, no, keep him around. Wouldn't that be wild if they won the title? Like out of nowhere, like a playing, they make the playing game, <laughs> yeah. they get the eight seed, and they were going to run. And then after all the bitching of the playing tournament by LeBron, he wins another championship from the playing tournament. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, LeBron haters will have a field day. <laughs> I mean, they have a good team. Anthony Davis will be back for that. Because mm-hmm. no, everyone's kind of forgetting he hasn't been playing. Dude, they'll call him, they'll call him playing James. Playing James. Playing James. Wow. Um, all right, in the last deep three, this has been something that's been rumored for a while now. Mm-hmm. And I, I wrote off the rumors, but now I'm fully back in. My tinfoil heat hat is going back on. Giannis. No. No, 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 Giannis. Despite him saying, despite him coming out and saying he's leaning towards staying in Washington, apparently the Heat are considered legitimate suitors for Bradley Beal this offseason. Uh, uh, they'll have to give him Kyle Lowry, right? Um, let me read the rest of my thing real quick. Um, okay, so the deal would most likely, since he's a restricted free agent, mm-hmm. would most likely be a sign and trade. I don't think they'd give him. Uh, they, I don't think they'll give him uh, Kyle Lowry. I think they might try to do a sign and trade with Victor Oladipo, send him over there, maybe oh, give him Duncan Robinson. Poor guy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and like a pick. Or not even because it's a sign and trade. It's like Bradley Beal has to be like, hey, I want to go there. So yeah, he don't have to give up that much, but they need to get rid of some stuff for cap reasons. That'd be big for y'all's defense. He's a great defender. He's a great shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, to have a starting lineup of like you could give him. I bet Duncan Robinson would be a part of that deal. Yeah, because then you'd have Kyle Lowry, Bradley Beal, Jimmy Butler, Bam, then whatever power forward you want or you want to put in. Um, but my question with this deep three is: He said he's leaning towards going back to the DC. Do you think it's more likely Bradley Beal in this scenario would go for A, B, or C the most? Money, loyalty, or championships? I don't know. He's a hard guy to read. Yeah, because like he might just go wherever he's going to pay him the most. Because like, my but brain... he also might take a pay cut, and go to the Heat to try to win a championship, or he might just think I'm being loyal to DC and they can pay me the most. I'm gonna stay here. I'm, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. I mean, I have no idea, really. But I'm gonna say that I I'd like to say that all NBA players that have not won a ring would like to win a ring at some point in their career. I I would agree with that. Doesn't have to be multiple, but I think everybody in the league. To win at least one, yeah. So Bradley Beal doesn't have one, <laughs> so I feel like he would do it for the ring, but then maybe have the contract structure where it's not like a long term thing. Maybe it's like a couple, like a two year deal, yeah, with like a like a trade clause or something, and then try to go maybe mm-hmm. somewhere to get money. Yeah, yeah. Um, at the very least, I think. Yeah, because right now I don't think you're gonna get Bradley Beal on like a long term contract. I don't think so either. So I think what it would be, if he stays in D.C., they're going to give him a, a max contract. Mm-hmm. Max years, max money. Yeah. If he goes to the Heat, I agree. It's going to be like a two to three year. Decent chunk of change, but more or less like I'm going to I'm going there so I can win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you're right about the ring argument because uh, I think the NBA is the number one you need a ring for your legacy league 100% like, I think I think there's a lot of NFL players who are happy with being a Hall of Famer mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. ring doesn't matter it's tough to win or whatever yeah. but NBA it's like you think of people who are good but never want to ring it's way more impactful than never want to ring well also like the fucking talent in the NBA is immense yeah so like rings mean everything yeah, absolutely yeah no I, I agree with that though mm-hmm. so I mean I'd be happy really happy if we got him obviously 
he was like my, my number one ads I wanted for the last couple of years. But uh, I also think he could be like a loyalty guy and stick around in D.C. Gonzaga knocked off, baby. Let's go. Maybe. Uh, they're now four with less than a minute left. And they're about to shoot. Arkansas about to they're shoot. They're the bonus plus, though. <laughs> yeah, but you know what that is? No, nah, no idea. <laughs> that just means yeah, I assume it's like like Disney and then Disney Plus. Yeah, it's a streaming service. <laughs> it's a Gonzaga streaming service. Uh, no, it's so they're shooting one on one here. Uh, they're in a single bonus. That means if they miss this foul shot, it's a live ball. If he makes, it, he gets another shot. Uh, okay. So it's live. Oh, gotcha. Now, plus means that you get two shots no matter what. Oh, gotcha. So they got fouled right now. They get two shots regardless. I think they should have that rule in the NBA. They have it in every level but the NBA. I kind of like it. The reason I really know it is because when I played in high school, that was the rules. Mm -hmm. And they have – so you get the one-on-one when you get the seven team fouls. Yeah. You get the uh, double-double, which is the bonus plus, when you get the ten fouls. Okay. So – Seven, eight, nine, you shoot one on ones, then ten and more you get double shots no matter what no matter what the foul is. Okay. Um, and then each player gets five fouls in the NBA they give them six because it makes it harder for the superstars to foul out. That okay, that's the reason. Okay. That's, that's the reason for the uh five fouls compared to six. Yeah, that's justifiable. Yeah, this gave this give the pros an extra foul to give because they don't want superstars to foul out that much. All right, that's talking college basketball. Um, only thing I have left to do is the playoff picture and the power rankings. So, Guy, what do you want to hear first, the playoff picture or the power rankings? Uh, let's go playoff picture. Playoff picture, right, cool. I was thinking you, you're going to do that, so I started pulling it up. Um, all right, playoff picture, as I mentioned before, there's only two teams that have clinched so, such so far, and that is the Suns and the Heat. The teams that are officially eliminated are the Rockets, the Magic, the Pistons, and the Pacers. Um, the playoff picture is right now the top two seeds are the Heat at one, the Sixers are at two. So they will be playing the play-in game of opponents, which currently it is Raptors, Nets. Winner of that gets the seventh seed and plays the Sixers. Loser plays the winner of the Hornets and Hawks, and that team gets the eighth seed. Okay. So if I had to guess... That with that those teams will probably go the Nets will probably beat the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Go, oh, because one thing I totally forgot, Kyrie's back starting today. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent back starting today. They the New York finally dropped everything, so I think the Nets are going to win that game. Play yeah. the Sixers first round easily. So that's been great. Ben Simmons versus Philly and Harden versus the oh, Nets. Oh, it's going to be that's going to be a first round matchup. It's going to be electric. Dude. Yeah, and then the Heat are going to probably play. I think the Raptors because they're pretty hot right now, mm-hmm. and I'm cool with that. Maybe I'll hit up hard hard court honeys. Talk shit on that the Jade chick, <laughs> the Raptors fan. Um, the other matchups in the East are Bucks versus Cavs and Celtics versus Bulls. I think those are interesting matchups, but more, yeah, they are. I think the Celtics Bulls is a good matchup. I think the Bucks are going to wipe the floor with the Cavs, most likely. And then from especially the, if Jared Allen's not back enough. Yeah, absolutely. And then just in the bubble, there. Let's look. The only team that has a chance to make a play in game is the Knicks, and they're five games back from. Hey. We're, you know, we have to always start slow, you know? Yeah, the last, the last 10 games when we turn it on. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's pretty much lock right there. Um, but from the West... Knicks-Lakers, finals. <laughs> the Knicks are going to 
miraculously get into the playing games, win the playing games, <laughs> and just sweep their way through the East. Yeah, yeah, sweep every single series too. Yeah, and then, <laughs> then LeBron's gonna beat them, and LeBron's gonna call RJ Barrett baby Bron. <laughs> You're all my baby Brons. Yeah, he, he is a group hug with the Knicks. Like, you are all my children. <laughs> you all grew up watching me day in and day out. Um, all right, then the top seeds from the West are the Suns and Grizzlies. The playing games are the Wolves versus the Clippers for the seventh seed. Lakers versus Pelicans for the playing. So if I had to guess, it'd probably be Suns versus Lakers. If they're in, if they're in the playing games, I think LeBron's gonna go off and get them in. Probably, but I think they're gonna be the eight seed. So I think it's be mm. Suns versus Lakers, which rematch from last year. The Suns wiped the floor with them. Then Grizzlies versus Timberwolves. Um, I think that's gonna be a good matchup too. Probably the Grizzlies. Well, I think definitely it'll, Grizzlies, it'll be a fun be, match. I think, yeah, I think it's be it's interesting to the point where it's gonna be a cool match to watch. But I think the Grizzlies are gonna win in six games. Yeah, I, I think they can get maybe steal one. Yeah, five to six games. I think yeah. the Timberwolves can win one or two. Mm-hmm. Um, then the rest of the playoffs would be Warriors versus Nuggets and Jazz versus Mavericks. Interesting. Warriors versus Nuggets. That's that is interesting. If everyone's healthy, that's gonna be really good. It, yeah. That'd be a really good series if everyone's healthy. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna come down to uh, how well the defense can play for the Nuggets. Yeah, and if they have people back, like Jamal Murray and Michael Porter. Yeah, absolutely. And then on the Warriors side, Draymond Green, Clay, mm-hmm. Steph are all healthy. Jordan Poole and shooting well, banged up. Yeah, Wiggins kills it. Um, all right, power rankings. Let's move on to pop culture. Number one, Suns. Two, Grizzlies. Three, Heat. That that stayed the same. Four, Warriors stayed the same. Five, Sixers. Six, Jazz. Seven, Bucks. Eight, Celtics. Nine, Mavericks. And ten, I gave a tie to the Nuggets and Bulls. Wait, who who's above the Celtics? Bucks. Jazz. Yeah, it's tough. They're all kind of the same. Yeah, but the, all these teams the are Celtics kind of the same. are like playing so hot right now. It's, they're like what nine and one in their last ten. Uh, something like something like that. They were. Let me look. They still are. I think they are. I think they cooled the Jets a little bit. That's a little tiny bit. Remember last week we talked about how they cooled their Jets. Yeah, I think they got, picked it back up. Yeah, they're a five-game win streak right now. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's going to be an interesting playoffs. I think. I think the East it'll be pretty simple until like you get to the second second round. It'll be pretty clear-cut dry. Yeah, except for that, if it's Sixers Nets, that'll be fun. that's gonna be the that'll be like series. the capstone of Nets the Nets in five of the of the whole first round. Mm-hmm. Nets in five. Nets in five. I can't wait till we do our pickums for that. That's always fun. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Good shit. Yeah, last year, which one did you hate on me? Did I have what? You hated something on one of my picks last year. You were right. What was it? Oh, I can't remember. Oh, Nuggets. Yeah. The Nuggets son, that said Nuggets are taking the seven. You're like, no way. And then the Suns swept them. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I think this game's it's gonna go to game seven. I think yeah, because that was that no, that was the that was the blowjob girl year. No, that was the Suns and Four guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Suns and Four guy. Yeah, yeah last year was Suns and Four guy. <laughs> the bubble was a blowjob. Oh, that girl. guy was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> It was against the Nuggets when that happened. That's when yeah, it started. Yeah. He beat the shit out of some dude in a Joker jersey. That was the whole reason I went with Sons and Four, too. Credit to that guy. Sons and Four. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's take it for pop culture. Yeah.
So I take the tank, fly it right up to the general's palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom, you looking for this? All right, and let's get into some pop culture information. First up, the movies. Um, I actually got a chance to watch two movies this weekend. Whoa. Yeah. So that Windfall movie you were saying with uh, Jason Segel, Jesse Clemens, and yeah. that other chick? Yeah. Pretty damn good. <laughs> really? Pretty damn good, yeah. So there's like... Who's the other chick? I don't know. I, I, I think I recognize her from some other work, but I, I don't know where. Yeah, I don't know. Look it up. Yeah, continue. But it was amazing. I won't go into too much details, but yeah, it was those three actors, and that was... And then one more actor, and that was it. Oh. It's Phil Collins' daughter, Lily Collins. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great movie. It's a little bit slow, but it really picks up towards the end. Mm -hmm. So I really enjoyed it. Um, I give it an 8.3 out of 10. Ooh. Yeah. Then uh, the next one I watched was that Deep Water mm -hmm. on Hulu with uh, Ben Affleck and my girl Anna de Armas. So it was very sexy. Saw her tits what? a few times. Yeah. What? So that's always worth it, you know? Great. But the movie itself, Rate huh? Rate them. Uh, seven. Well, seven? Seven. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I like seven because it's the same number. But nah, I just said seven. I said seven, seven, dude. Um, I was a fan, really, of the movie. Though. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, the, uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Lightyear Barstool guy just mentioned in passing the one day that mm. he says a hot garbage. Yeah, like, it was like, I gave it like uh, 6.2. But I was really? probably I was probably skewed because probably of Anna de Armas. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like so I read so I actually saw like this was based off a book, and I saw how the book ended compared to the movie, and the book ending was so much better. Uh, the movie ending it was just kind of like lame. Yeah. But I don't know if you're watching. I could go into detail. Oh god. All right. So. Is it called Deep Water? Yeah, Deep Water. So essentially, the whole plot. Okay, Ben Affleck's a cuck. Yeah. But he's also a psychopath serial killer. So anytime Anna de Armas' character fucks some guy, he gets to know him and then kills him. Oh. So, which cool, cool concept, I guess. Yeah. Then there's this like guy that moves into the neighborhood and he's like this journalist and he's you know, he's big on like those crime scene investigation type things, finding conspiracies and shit. Yeah. And he is like the big guy that's trying to find out if this the Ben Affleck's character is a killer. Okay. So like he's always trying to like get a hold of Anna de Armas's character and see because she's like vocalizing like, yeah, he killed him, but like no one believes her. <laughs> like he's like, yeah, she's like, yeah, yeah, like like the cops are in the room and she's just like, yeah, he killed him, and. Everybody, all the friends, like Lil Rel was in it. He was, he was hilarious. Like all the, all the supporting cast was great. Okay. But like Ben Affleck, I wasn't a huge fan of. Anna de Armas was great, but I probably biased there. Um, but then the end of the movie, so it's like the last killing. Like it's like this person that Anna de Armas's character knew in her past, like earlier life. So the guy kills him, and then after like he kills him, he goes on to like. He goes and has a like goes on a picnic with the family because yeah. they were like going out to go to a picnic and they decided to go, ironically, to the place where he killed the guy, like five feet away, oh. in the woods. Yeah. And Ben Affleck's he like drowned him in the water of a creek, and he like looks in the creek when the da his daughter's like playing by the creek 
and sees like a body pop up and he's like, all right, time to go home. Like, you know, and just like plays it off nonchalantly. Jeez. And then, uh, then like essentially like the, uh, Anna de Armas's character sees like his, the dead guy's driver's license in his room. And it's like, oh, he probably killed him. And then sends the journalist like to go look, go, go follow him. Journalist catches him like moving the body around in the woods and then the journalist is driving away in his car. He gets away. But Ben Affleck's character's chasing him on a fucking bike through the woods. And goes like off course, goes in front of him. The journalist swerves off the track, falls to his death in like a, a ravine. <laughs> and then Ben That's Affleck so goes dumb. home. Anna Deramas' character is like, you know what, fuck it. I'm not going to win this, so I'm just going to play Happy Couple. And that the movie ends. So literally the end of Gone Girl. Kinda, yeah. Where he just like forgets all her psychic. It's literally Gone guy. Girl but sexier but worse too. Worse story. Yeah. Sexier. Same plot. Same. So in the book, because that's how that's how Gone Girl ended, right? Yeah. It's like he knew she's psycho, but he just put on the happy couple mm-hmm. technique mm-hmm. and let it live with them. That's stupid. In the book, though, uh, Ben Affleck doesn't kill the journalist. He instead goes home. Ends up killing Anna de Armas's character. Yeah. And then the cops show up from the journalist and then book him and arrest them. Oh, he just goes to jail. He just takes it. Yeah, so he goes to jail, she's dead, and that's it. Damn. I think that would have been way better, though. Yeah. You know, it's something different. Yeah, definitely, but still. That's just me. I probably should have said spoiler warning before all that, but you know. Okay. You got to cut the vibe that was going to. Uh, I, I could have probably. Guess that movie. But on a lighter note, well, more positive note, Anna de Armas is going to come back better and stronger, though. She's going to be playing more Marilyn Monroe in a biopic called Blonde, which is dropping later this year on Netflix, and it's already rated NC-17. Is that? Like, above R. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. So, yeah, we'll see. I'm kind of hoping for, like, Marilyn Monroe and JFK shit. Oh, that's what that'd I'm be kind of sick. It's yeah, like them doing drugs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'd be kind of funny though. That's the first time I thought of. If she's playing Marilyn Monroe, Hispanic, Hispanic, yeah. playing a blonde. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> a blonde white woman's being played by Hispanic. Yeah, you know. Wait, so she do white face? Is that allowed, or is that okay? So that's what I'm saying. I don't or is know. that okay? Because I mean, I'm cool with it because it's her. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, then next up, the Batman released a scene with the Joker, a deleted scene with the Joker that was five minutes long, and we both got a chance to check it out. Initial thoughts. Loved it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm cool with it not being in the movie because, uh, the movie is long as, so as it was, like, it already was long. Mm-hmm. That would just make it a little longer, but that scene was still sweet, so I'm glad they, like, I'm glad they did like they did. Yeah. But they released it after the fact, so it's still, Smart. like... Kind of canon. Yeah. And it gave him a bigger role in, quote, the movie. You know? and, and that makes the ending with, like, the him being there kind of better. Yeah. And because he already kind of knows who it is because he read his file. So you kind of get that, which you didn't really before. Mm-hmm. It's like he was just being like, oh, ooh, look at this guy. I'm going to be creepy. It would have been cool if they kind of made it into a deleted scene somehow. I don't know. What? Or made it into an end credit scene. Somehow. Yeah. It would have been kind of cool. Or just extended release. Maybe, yeah. yeah. I'll probably just seen the extended release. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, that was, cause it does make a lot more sense about how Joker knows who it is. Yeah. Next to him, because he read his file and he said he 
just like you and stuff like that. I thought this was a great performance. Obviously, we don't see his face in whole. We see the top half and the bottom half both separately. Yeah. And you said you weren't really into that? Like, I, look? I don't know. I mean, it might grow on me, but I, I, at first sight, I wasn't, like, big on it. It kind of looked like the sick Joker from the Arkham, Arkham City games. Yeah. Well, I... Someone's, I saw a video recently was like, what if like the second game, uh, movie is just basically Arkham Asylum? Like, I would love it. Because that... Because like started wild, the Joker. Bro, those, yeah. Have you played those ones? So, I played City. That's the best one. I don't remember a lot of it because it's so long. Ago. Yeah. And that's actually something after playing the Spider-Man games, I was thinking about maybe going back and buying it. You should it. go in order. So, I bought them in order mm-hmm. first. Well, I don't know where. I bought Arkham Asylum first. Yeah, that's the first the one. first night... I played it for about four or five hours. Yeah. Did not save. No. It doesn't auto-save for you? I, I thought it was all set up, and I thought I got it, and I went back on it, and no. it just wasn't there. So I gave up on the game. Damn. I just literally couldn't do the yeah, first that's, five hours that's, again. The, I, I don't blame But you. now it's been so that's long. Detrimental. So I just went straight to City, and there was obviously plot points I was missing. Yeah. And it so, kind of wasn't the best. I don't remember it because I, that's why I want to try it again, because I had so long ago that I don't remember the first five minutes. Because I remember the beginning mm-hmm. of Arkham Asylum. It was so long, you had to walk behind the Joker getting scrolled, like, stro- strolled in. Yeah, yeah. And it was just so long, you didn't do it anything. Is. It is, yeah. And that's, so, like, that's one of the biggest, like, deterrents. So, if you're going to go in order of the games being made, I think it's Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham Origins, and then Arkham Knight. It was. And I, I had the first but three. if you want to go Knight. timeline, you go Origins, Asylum, yeah. well, City, I, then Knight. So, I was going to do Order of Asylum, City, Knight, because mm-hmm. I was told to skip Origins. Yeah, you can't. Dance, dance you can. wasn't great. It's good. I think uh, it's good. They didn't I, like it that much. And yeah. my friend Toby didn't like it that much. They both told me to skip that game. You and can. So I did. I would uh, go back Asylum to it. City. Then I was going to do Night. I, I don't think you should play it first because it has a lot of like quality of life improvements. Yeah. That the first actual game doesn't have. Yeah. That you'll probably go to that game second. And you'll be like, fuck. It. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, I can't. Like, because you like you know like you go into the vents and shit. Yeah. In Origins, you can just slide into them. In Arkham Asylum, you gotta like actually ma- go up, press the A button, and mash the A button to open it up. That's There's not like quick action to it. And the quick action doesn't just sweet. Exactly, exactly. But you get that in like City and in Night. Mm-hmm. So, but I highly recommend those games. Uh, the next thing I had, Marvel is gonna be developing a Nova movie or show. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Nova. Yeah. yeah. It's a Nova Core. <laughs> Did you play the Guardians of the Galaxy game? No. I didn't really know it was a thing. Mm-hmm. I knew I knew it was a thing, but I didn't really know it was a thing. Well, they had... I, don't, I, I think it's in the comics, too, obviously, but the Nova Corps, like, the big sentient being. Yeah. Like, that'd be kind of cool in, the, in a movie that'd be pretty or something, cool. I think. Did they cast who the, that guy's no, going to be? No, Because I, I thought I heard like, rumors, like, a while ago about who they're casting. Yeah, I think I heard rumors, too, but I don't think any of them are landing. You know what? I'm going to look. And then, <laughs> this one I found, I just thought it was kind of funny. But apparently there is a rumored R-rated cut of James Gunn's Scooby-Doo. <laughs> what? Where Shaggy is like a literal stoner, not just like an applied stoner. Like he's just getting high all the time. Yeah. And then Velma and Daffy have a, a, romantic, a romantic relationship. And the overall movie was just a lot creepier. Like the monsters were demons. And that like protoplasm shit was actually souls. Oh. Yeah, and it was like real kind of dark and shit. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, as ridiculous as that is, I'm starting to think there could be a huge market for movies being remade from kids' shows, but, like, into R rating. That would be sick. Like, imagine, like, a Samurai Jack R rated movie. 
That'd be so sick. Be awesome. That'd be so sweet. I feel like there's a huge market for this that no one's explored yet. Vader's in. Yeah, like that'd be wild. Yeah. Yeah, like you could do this, sh- like a Ben Ten. Yeah. Maybe like a universe for Ben Ten. That'd be so. Maybe like R rated or some bullshit. You'd be PG thirteen for that. That'd be sick. Be so sweet. Um, I'm looking up fan casting. By the way. Mm-hmm. Um, Danny Phantom R rated. That would be. That'd be that sweet. would be awesome. Real sweet. Um, but they had the first one, Ryan Gosling. I don't think so. No, no. It's, this it's, one is the most interesting one for me. It's um, his name's Logan Lerman. He was in Percy Being Wallflower. He's in oh. Percy Jackson. Yeah, um, I know. I, I think know. he was most recently in one of those war movies. Okay, but um, I think that'd be interesting. But this is from twenty twenty one. So, and the last thing I had is Bella Thorne expressed interest to play Lady Deadpool in Deadpool three. What is Lady Deadpool? Just female alternate version? Yes. And this is Jack. Yes. It's like Spider Gwen. Yeah. Okay. okay. I mean, I'd be, I think I'd be for it, but not this movie. I'd I think, be for it in the future because I, I yes. trust that they're what they're doing with Deadpool. Exactly. And I think Battle Four could be good. I think the third movie, you uh, maybe introduce a new Cable. Yeah. And then have him make jokes about the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like where the fuck's Thanos? Like. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be any any time for first yeah, yeah, Deadpool. We're gonna oh, just be man. a joke about Cable and Thanos. Deadpool's gonna be so fucking good, man. I can't wait till they do this. Yeah, I, I think it might be. A Everything's getting set up. Madness. They're getting like, oh yeah. I honestly think he is because yeah. I saw something recently that they're like uh, planning the movie like with the director and shit. Yes, because so, there, there was something about there was something that made a couple journalists think that Ryan Reynolds could be in Multiverse of Madness. That he asked, and Ryan Reynolds, instead of saying no, he basically gave one of those answers that everyone always gives, and you know, like, they're going to be in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, how Andrew Garfield was like, what about you coming back to Spider-Man? Like, oh, no way. Like, maybe eventually, but not <laughs> not this movie. Like, Ryan Reynolds gave, like, an qu- answer like that that make, now people are starting to think. Yeah. He's definitely going to make a, some kind of cameo, at least. What if they had a, co- what if, like, the actors had a code word that were in the Marvel movies? Like they just drop in interviews and give out like hints that say to the public like yes I'm in this movie but I actually said no I'm not in this movie or yeah. just some variation of it. Yeah, I'm definitely the <laughs> phrase I'm definitely not in this movie means I'm definitely am in this movie. <laughs> yeah. And we're like oh nice and like Marvel's like I don't know what to do about this. <laughs> Kevin Feige's like, like pulling, some TikTok guy covers it off. Yeah. It's like some TikTok goes viral. Like, I broke down every single thing, every single actor <laughs> ever said about Marvel movies, and this is what I found. But that's all I got for movies. Uh, anything you want to toss in? No. All right, all right. Let's take it over to TV. The, I only had one thing, and it was just a Laker, the new Lakers episode. Yeah. Um, it was good. Yeah, it was good. It was, uh, I think it was a, Pat Riley. Yeah, a lot of your Pat boy. Riley. Yeah, it was a lot. A lot of, of you Pat probably Riley. loved it more than me. I loved it because Pat Riley. Then obviously they also had uh, Julian Jacobs beat her. her yeah, her. that was a good. Yeah, so Adrian Brody and her were good together. I mm-hmm. thought they were good together. Yeah, and I I, I do like the like that whole story more. And then what was the other half of the story? Is Magic was coming and kind of seeing how everyone's frauds. Yeah, like how like he's like Hollywood's a bunch of fake people. I'm just gonna. Do my own thing. Chicks and yeah, go party. to sex cults. And yeah, shit. yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool too. <laughs> Those are the two main story plots. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. And then like Genie learning like the business is like fucked. Yeah. <laughs> and Jerry like going all over the place trying to get the coach. Oh, that was good too. Oh the, yeah. The uh, Vegas coach. <laughs> yeah. UNLV. That was a good part. Uh, too. Well, was, I, I know who's in real life mm-hmm. who the new coach is. Yeah. And it's. 
Um, West the guy who's, yeah, West End, who's not yeah. been introduced yet. Mm. So I'm just wondering when they're going to get that in there. Because Pat Riley's there. Pat Riley started as his assistant. Do you think they might so, skip it? And just throw Pat Riley in? No. I think, I think, true. I think these, I think these guys are actual, like, Lakers purists. That's they true. They get everything like that on. Mm-hmm. I think, oh, well, obviously this one ended with that, with, uh, the, the UNLV coach's guy getting shot in the trunk. Yeah. So the mob, like, scared him off, so now he's out of it. So, like, you could have a Paul Westhead in the next mm-hmm. episode be introduced. Maybe they, like, But Pat Riley doesn't get the, the gig, broadcasting gig, mm-hmm. and Jay West, because Jay West becomes a GM. Mm-hmm. Like he's making it like he's gone, but in real life he becomes a GM next. Okay. So that guy's gonna be gone. So, all right, all right. Like I know what happens, like but I don't know how how it happens. how it's gonna take place. Yeah, but it's good. I, I like that show a lot. Did you uh, have anything else for TV? Mm-hmm. Two things. Yeah, what do you got? First, the show makes that I saw advertised for during uh, Righteous Gemstones and the Lakers. It's basically about a feminist magazine. Uh, it's like some big feminist writer mm-hmm. trying to get her feminist magazine published, but all the guys in the seventies are like, "Haha, no way, we're gonna give this chick a her a magazine." Um, and then Jake Johnson from New Girl comes, and he's some sleazy like porno maker, <laughs> and he basically convinced her that um, if you make a male nudity porn magazine, mm-hmm. you can still make it feminist because now you give the women power because they're looking at it, and you can throw your articles in there with the pictures and stuff and so she does it and the whole like first episode is basically explaining all that but one of the reasons i wanted to see this because what it looked good from the trailer and jake johnson's like great i love jake johnson uh nick miller himself but i heard an interview with him uh about this show and he said what he never laughed harder at this one scene where they're auditioning flaccid penises for a photo shoot. <laughs> mm. And he and he basically made a point like I that's the hardest I've ever laughed, which weirdly proves that I'm like definitely straight, because straight guys just think flaccid penises are funny. Mm-hmm. And so I watched the scene. I watched it because I wanted to see the scene, and it's one of the funniest scenes. Gotcha. It's like dude, like dicks like bending one way and like micro yeah. dicks, and it's so funny because like they're all reacting to it. I'll probably check it out. It's like when the show's fully out, and then uh I'll probably give it a shot then. Yeah. Um, if it's funny, I'll watch it. I'll give it a shot. Oh, definitely. But then the other one is uh, Pusha T made <laughs> a diss track yes, at McDonald's for Arby's as an Arby's commercial. This might be jam of the week, honestly. This Honestly, I think I'd vote for it. <laughs> so just the backstory for everybody, because a lot of people know this, but Pusha T back in the day made the jingle for McDonald's, but I'm bump up, I'm loving it. Um, he got paid like a million dollars for it and never got any royalties from it, even though it's like one of the most iconic jingles in modern like businesses. And it's like they use it all the time, almost every commercial. I think this too. I think this yeah. is completely justified. Oh, absolutely. He, so he hates McDonald's and that's been like public for a while. But I guess Arby's hired him to do a commercial for their new <laughs> fish sandwich. And he's made a diss track on, uh, on the filet of fish and it's fantastic. <laughs> it's a good song. Should I play it? You should play it. Alright, let me. So third in for the jam of yeah, the week. We'll, we'll just segue into jam of the week with it, but like this is the this is the diss track, and it's great. It's like, yeah, I want to play all of it, but I just play a couple good lines. I think if you play too long with it, we might get it. Dinged. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, what's it called for the people? It's called uh, Spicy Fish Diss Track. <laughs> Arby's, Arby's X Pusha T. So, like, you know it's good then. Yeah, dude, definitely. definitely honestly, it. I, I think that was the best marketing campaign that's been ever done to get me to buy something. Because I'm probably going to try out the Spicy Fish <sighs> Sandwich now. Dude, I, yeah, that was, that's fantastic. Like, you have push a T sent me. <laughs> like, yeah, just sit at the register. <laughs> or actually fill out the survey afterwards on the receipt. And put, I'm only here for push a T. <laughs> but uh, other than that, for other jams of the week here, uh, I have five different options. Uh, I don't think this one will make a cup, but this is Juice World sometimes. It's, I, I don't know, it's, it might be a miss for me, honestly, but I figured, like, you know, it's the headliner for the music this week, so I'll mention it. Uh, then I got Good Luck by Mabel Jacks-Jones and Galantis. I got What Would You Do by Joe Corey, David Guetta, and Bryson Tiller. But these are the more realistic options for the winner here. Um, I got Maybe by Machine Gun Kelly and Bring Me the Horizon. And then this this might be my favorite before I heard the Pusha T song. Uh, but it's The Lightning 2 by Arcade Fire. There's something about the vibe, man. Arcade 
This is where it sold me. Yeah, I did. I kind of yeah. like it. There's something about it. It just vibes. It just resonates with me, man. Yeah, I actually really like that kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, but Pusha T? Well, yes and no. Because, I mean, it's a commercial. Is it on Spotify? Like, can I like... If it's on Spotify and Jam I'm going to add it. If it's not, then I say it gets Arcade Fire. If it's on here, I count it. Nah, it, it might be one of those things though, that drops like. I like, bet it will. Like, I bet tonight, it will be. like tonight, and it'll be next week. Like we'll just kind of throw it in for next. Like I'll put it in there if, if it's it, on there. How about that wins if it ever goes on Spotify yeah. retroactively? Yeah, but if, if it till then it's Arcade Fire. Okay, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Um, all right, but before we wrap it up, I just have a I have a question on air. Okay, I just remembered this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess tomorrow I'm I'm expected to do karaoke. <laughs> so I'm gonna get Tequila. really drunk. Oh um, no 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 no! I won't. I won't give one. So not, I want. So I only give you three options, and I want you to pick which one I do. Okay. Okay. So the only time I've ever did karaoke before, I did "I Miss You" by Blank because I did the "Where Are You," and <laughs> it killed at fucking Tequila that would, Cowboy. Yeah. It killed at Tequila Cowboy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the only time I ever did. I, was, I like that one. But I was thinking about I want to do the climb by Miley Cyrus because I think it'd be a funny one. It's a grown man. There's gotta be another mountain. And then you get everyone to start singing along, and then the other one would be Drops of Jupiter because I think it's another good sing along one. What's what's the vibe like? I don't know. I just I was expected <laughs> to do. They they told me they wanted me to do karaoke. like at work. No 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 out of bars. Oh okay okay. We're going to Shady Side. Tomorrow. Uh, okay, gotcha. And we're going to Mario's, and then we're going to go to some places of karaoke, because it's for Chelsea's friend is moving, uh, so all the girls want to go do karaoke, and uh, it's apparently it's expecting everyone to do one. So I need to come up with one. And I was really thinking to climb. I feel like we can think of a better option, but if I had to pick out of those three, yeah, I'm well, going to say... I don't, well, my number one probably is do wet. Probably I miss you. My number one was going to be a duo with Chelsea. I want to do. Always wanted to do. Don't go breaking my heart. Yeah. So that'd be if, if she's down, dude. That's our number one. Yeah. For that, that'd be the best. Oh, honey, if I get restless. But I think I miss you. Would be the Bob. I think I think I, cause I can do also do that. With my eyes closed. If you could do Mr. Brightside, that would be bad. Yeah. Oh my eyes closed. I have a list of songs that would mm-hmm. karaoke. I have that. I got friends in low places would be a good one. Uh. Sweet Caroline, but I think that's certain vibe, not that everyday vibes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Dance with Somebody. That's Chelsea's favorite song. All right. All right. Well, with that, Ryan, take it away. Um, another week in the books. Thanks to everyone who listens. A shout out to Kent's Brother Painting. Um, give them a call today. 412 784 1577. Koozie, $7 a piece. Go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Derek Sports as well as TikTok. And then I have a two chains line of the week. Uh, this one here out the fence. Trap jumping like the card. I mean, jumping like Vince. All right, yeah. yeah That's like a that. good one. I like that. Miss right. Carter. Yeah, all right, see you guys. Peace out. In case you couldn't tell, I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care as she swept back her hair. I guess this isn't our revival. The ocean view gets me every time. I know I'm out of line, but I know that it gets better.